0: So sign up today, channelattitude.com, humming Media Group, and join the humming Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! <laughs>
2: Who would have ever thought that these two age-old rivals would now be a pair? But that's what the Don Callis family has done. And on the eve of their trios match at WrestleDream, tomorrow live on pay-per-view, Chris Jericho is reaching out to get a tag from Kenny Omega! Here we go! A tag is made, the show is in! Watch out, Jericho puts the brakes on. Now, topside. Bishop Kahn. Double X. They are losing their minds in Seattle.
0: Oh, can he get it?
2: Trying to step over for the Lions' aimer, but no. Certainly a big man and a big ask. Of course, Jericho and Omega, the rivalry between them. Some of the most violent affairs in yeah. AEW history. And the new era and the fourth anniversary. Coming up Wednesday, Dynamite. Oh, watch out! No. Oh. effect put out of the way. The Dynamite anniversary is this Wednesday live, 8, 7 central on TBS and we will see ray phoenix defending the international, international title oh, against nick jackson plus we'll also see saraya put the AEW women's championship on the line against sakura shida fourth anniversary AEW dynamite this wednesday 8 7 central tbs gonna live up to the building
1: going to be a dynamite couple of matches oh no
2: the speed and agility of this big man Truck kick down goes Leona But in from behind, the opportunistic roll up and a near fall. Light to- Tomorrow night, it's Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and Kona Ibushi against the Don Callis family of Sammy Guevara, Konosuke Takeshita, and Will Ospreay. A trios match that needs to be seen live to believe. Wrestle Dream tomorrow night, live on pay-per-view. All right, Seattle! Yeah.
0: I have to say, after what you just saw, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho proved we can coexist together. You said it yourself, Chris. Coexisting isn't just part of some grand scheme to be the greatest tag team in AEW history. Nope. This is bigger than Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. What this is, is about Don Callis, the guy, when I was brainwashed, never listened to each and every one of you. When I would hear everyone say, it's creepy Don this, creepy Don that, I never believed you. I was brainwashed, I was blinded, but now I've seen the light, and all it took was for you, to spend thirty thousand dollars to get you and Takeshita a flight all the way to Japan to hurt the ones that I love to hit me right here, well, I'll have you know it's gonna take more than an assault, than a vicious attack for me to turn my back on my friends. And Ibushi, who has lived a life of fighting and a world-class striker, takes a beating like that as an invitation. So tomorrow at Wrestle Dream. aside from the fact that it's a pay-per-view, aside from the fact that it's another chance for each and every one of you to meet Ibushi, Kenny, and Chris Jericho, it's time for the original Alpha and the original Omega to spell the beginning of the end of Don Callis. Tomorrow at Wrestle Dream right here in Seattle. Kenny, Kona and the Ocho versus the Don Callis family. Kinoski Takesha, one of the greatest wrestlers in the world today. Will Ospreay. The man who beat both me and Kenny within the course of a month. Don't remind me. Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? And the worst of all of them, Sammy Guevara. What have I become now that I betray everyone I've ever loved? I've pushed them all away. For I am a slave to the Judas in my mind, Sammy. You are the ultimate Judas, you little bastard. And last week on Wednesday, you said you were the healing hero and I'm the villain? You're damn right I'm the villain, Sammy. And I'm gonna ruin your dreams. I'm gonna ruin your goals. I'm going to ruin your entire life. And tomorrow at Dream, Sammy, the villain is going to take out all of my aggressions and all of my frustrations from teaming with your little ass for the last four years. Out on you, Jericho and Omega and Ibushi. We're coming for you, family.
3: Yes, folks, say it with me. After the collision, we sift through The Wreckage. uh Wreckage. Brought to you by ChannelAttitude.com. Please subscribe for $5 a month in the Hami Media Group. This is the Wreckage. I'm Christopher Ams. That's AMBS like Lambs with Noel or Bullshit first thing in the morning. And today I'm coming to you from the gates of heaven. Welcome, <laughs> welcome, welcome, my children. I'm just kidding. I'm standing, I'm I have everything positioned against the window because. There's a major uh, blackout where I'm from. There's no power anywhere, anywhere around. So I'm just trying to stay somewhere where there's some light, so I don't look like I'm in a dark, dingy room. Anyway, joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast. The man can't stop, won't stop, he won't relent. And tonight we're going to ask him about being in the main event. Jimmy T Wheeler, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <Woo>! Yeah.
4: Boo. <laughs> Jimmy T. Wheeler. You know what's fucked up about that, Chris? It's got a good <laughs> ring to it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it just rolls with it. But anyway, I'm glad to be back here on the wreckage. Where after the collision, we're definitely going to be sifting through the wreckage. And unfortunately for for us and everybody else, there's quite a bit of wreckage to sift through. There is.
3: There's quite a bit to sift through. And he's our very own top guy, heel or babyface, on the wreckage with me and Jimmy T. Is his happy place bet how's your weekend going it's super it's just starting i get off of work
5: and i do this this is the first thing i do on my weekend and i couldn't <laughs> be happier to do it except when we get a show like last night
3: oh my god this is uh, that you know my title you know my my little sub name here for the night I really watched the wrong show last night because all I saw was buzz about how awesome No Mercy was. Oh my god, this was one of the best shows NXT's done in forever and yeah, I saw saw Brian Alvarez, which again, the only reason I see it is because I like wrestling content and so Twitter shows me this shit. I I don't follow Brian Alvarez. Please don't ever think that I follow Brian Alvarez. But I saw Brian Alvarez tweet that you know, uh, oh, Ilya and, and, and uh, Carmelo had a great match last night. It, some might even argue it was too violent. And I'm like, w- will you go fuck yourself already? pussy!
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, that was guy. a great match, though. I won't lie. I-, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was hard-hitting, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, it was. It might have even been too violent, Jimmy. Oof. Wow. Better, better cover your eyes, peeps. I hate <laughs> I hate that guy so much. I really do. I can't stand I'll, that. I'll fucking... be sure
5: to brace myself for when I eventually watch it. You I like it, it? it?
3: You actually
4: like it, I think, man. But yeah. then.
5: Go Go on. Go
4: on. Yeah, actually,
5: I We're not here to talk weird. about no mercy. <laughs> oh, and they're oh, a possibly damn good damn show.
3: <laughs> yeah. Why would we Why would we do that? Um, wh- what's going on in terms of the news, Jimmy? Is there anything anything that we haven't covered yet?
4: Honestly, man, I slept up until a couple of hours ago, and no, I haven't seen nothing in the news, to be honest. I mean, I was scrolling around Facebook and uh, Twitter. Nothing really has come to mind, nothing significant anyway.
3: Yeah, all I've really seen is exactly what I said, that the other show that we didn't watch is the one that we probably should have watched, so cool.
4: Oh, definitely cool. uh, Also, Jake didn't <laughs> debut uh,
3: on NXT, which a lot of people were saying she would. Um, yep. What, what people? Mikey. Oh, Mikey. Mikey is in what happened? The media
4: in five you're talking about? Oh, look at this. Serge is in the
3: house. Same guys. That equals ratings. It does. That's why I just <laughs> right. called him our top guy. <laughs> yeah.
5: Serge. Uh... Exactly. Serge, a former roommate, former uh, compatriot, former one-time opponent, former uh, tag team partner in podcasting, uh, former brief co-host of Next Level Wrestling Review with myself. I remember Uh, that, actually. Yes. It lasted for a a cup of coffee. If, If the cup of coffee was one of those things where you, like, sipped it on your way out the door and then rushed... And left most of it on the table. That was Serge's <laughs> cup of coffee. So we're always welcoming Serge here. He's the man.
3: The Or man. Or barely new. Welcome in.
4: <laughs> yeah, hello. And what's up, Duckside? Costa and uh, Zol is in the house too. Morning, everybody. And uh, how do you pronounce this? G Ball?
5: I think the threes <laughs> are a bunch of nutsacks. There. Is that what that's <laughs> <is laughs> supposed to be? <laughs>
4: i have no idea i'm gonna assume it's g-ball yeah
3: g-ball g-ball it is welcome and g-ball
4: Williams also in the house and medium up. five of course
3: yeah there he is there's medium five <laughs> what happened last <laughs> night huh jade was supposed with... to debut <laughs> yeah
4: with jade huh
3: where's jade that's the new that's like that's going to be the new chant at every nxt show from now until she debuts somewhere where's jade where's jade? Where's, <laughs> jade where's jade or at least it absolutely should be that's my new chant where's jade
4: Oh man look i don't think we'll see a debut really anytime soon not just yet anyway wherever she debuts
3: i don't think she's debuting an nxt either no yeah, neither do i right.
4: exactly that's i that's totally that. agree review on that one man for
3: sure too much star power all right well if there's no news to talk about i guess we can talk about this show if we have to um oh speed yeah. run it. Uh, new york set a new york city
5: record for fastest fastest uh, wreckage
3: we totally you know that would probably be the best um, but since that's probably not what we're going to do, um, oh. <laughs> uh, what can I say is, oh, thank you to my girlfriend who got me a monster energy. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, but also I will say, uh, New York city is still under water. Sorry guys. Um, I guess, uh, if you're going, if you're going to go for a walk or anything, just make sure you, uh, you wear your flotation device. I don't know. Well, it looks shitty there.
4: I thought I had heat from Big Ray, fucking, because of you, for a minute. He he, he texted me saying about the how he was listening to our show, and about uh, us talking about the floods. I'm like, oh man, what's well, Big Ray fucks
3: with you so oh, much? No, no, he was, he was, like, he and was. And you was you weird. you sell for Big Ray's fucking with you all the time, like like every single <laughs> time. Because you just he don't know, man.
4: Like sometimes you don't know with him, man, if he's being serious or or not. You know what I mean? So. Uh, I can never tell anymore, bro. He fucking the other day. k really well.
3: He was texting with me, and he was like, and he was like, no, no, but I, I know you guys really, really care about me. Like, you know, it's like it's almost like I'm a pet or something. And I was just like, Ray, go fuck what? yourself. You fucking so. You know? Like <laughs> he was fucking with me. He was trying to fuck with me the way he fucks with you. And I was just like, get out of here, Ray. Fucking guy. Damn it, Ray. <laughs> Jesus. Good guy. Good guy. Anyway, um, yeah. So if you're in New York, uh, try to stay dry. I guess.
4: Again, I don't want to laugh at. Also, that. It's not cool.
3: <laughs> Also, a, uh, a a sitting uh, United States senator um, pulled the fucking fire alarm on the Senate to avoid the shutdown the other night. So that was that was fun, acting like somebody in third grade. <laughs> Uh, as the only American on the show, vet, what did you think about that?
5: <laughs> I didn't hear about it until five seconds ago.
3: <laughs> Legit, pulled the fucking fire alarm. Can you, like, come on, dude. Like, that was some shit that your your asshole friend that was always trying to get attention did, literally in like fifth grade, right? You pulled the fire alarm. Ah, I'm gonna pull the fire alarm. A fucking senator did that shit the other night. Come on. Really? What the fuck?
4: Like a fucking ten year old?
3: Yeah, uh, Whatever it takes whatever it takes to draw it out longer, the fucking government's getting shut down. It doesn't matter what the fuck you do right now. You don't have the votes to stop it. You think you're going to get more votes by pulling the fire alarm? Is that somebody's going to be convinced? Oh, no. Oh, no. Senator Bowman okay. might pull the fucking fire alarm. God, your country's hilarious. I mean, again, my country's. You know, my country is, you know, doing standing ovations for Nazis lately. So I don't, I don't,
5: I don't have a lot of people <laughs> yeah, in mind. To make yeah, mind. no, no governments really have room to talk right now. Everybody should just
3: uh, shut the fuck up. We're Absolutely. Well, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's steer away from politics before I need muffins and let's talk about wrestling and then, and then Vet can need muffins. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the show begins with uh, Andrade and Juice Robinson, the singles match. Uh, There's some confusion on commentary about who was in the real devil last week. Um, You know, Nigel was like, I was very clearly uh, MJF. And uh, the the fat guy on commentary with him was like, "I, I wouldn't say clearly. And then they had a little argument about it. It was... Anyway, um, Robinson quickly gets upset about his hair being pulled, screaming at the referee, "He's pulling my hair! He's pulling my hair!" And uh, once again, I just—I I have to say, I really like Juice Robinson. He's funny. He makes me laugh. He entertains me. He's—he's he's now on my cart. He's now on my cart for wrestling. If Juice Robinson is doing something, I am convinced he's going to be something. He's going to be doing something entertaining.
5: Chris is like, "Let me get a uh, uh, juice."
3: <laughs> yeah let me let me get a juice uh jay white uh a
5: juice at jay mignon fuck uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> a lot of jays flowing that's I'm for like, sure
3: hmm? yeah let's see uh who, who else who else uh uh just incredible uh <laughs> <laughs> i was think of it, it starts with a j
4: justin hawk bradshaw uh mm-hmm. juventude guerrera <laughs> The guy that got arrested in my neck of the woods for having too many drugs or too much drugs. Do yeah. you hear about that story? Anyone?
3: <laughs> no, but that's funny. <laughs> oh, look, look, into that. look into it. Look
4: into it. Conan even talks talks about it in K one hundred. It's actually a funny fucking story, man. The context of the story of what I happened.
3: I bet. Well, who've been to? fucking weirdo anyway the hoovie juice hey Don't see
4: there's a connection S- hoovie juice vet
5: <laughs> so you yeah hoovie juice so you like you so you like juice robinson juice is uh on your menu okay mm-hmm. Just
3: yep. catching up. um Bangs his up. distractions <laughs> sort of continuing yeah no I, I know what you're doing there um i'm i'm a pro to vet uh <laughs> I'm not a vet yet, but I'm a pro. You know. Um, anyway, his his constant distraction of the referee allows the guns to get involved in the match. So they do. Um, that's pretty much the story of this match. Is Andrade is a better wrestler. Um, you know, on in a one on one competition, he's able to sort of dominate the match. But Juice is continually getting the, you know getting the referee involved. He pulls the referee in front of him at one point to disallow. You know, different things like that. Stuff that you don't. I think, see enough of, especially in AEW, where a guy is pretty clearly using everything he can to involve as much as possible in the match. That's something that I really liked last night about what Juice Robinson was doing was, oh, the referee's there? Let's involve the referee in the match. Not just... Not just have him there to count the pin, right? But he's close enough to me, I can pull him in front of me and I can avoid getting hit. I'm going to do that. I can distract him and my, my boys at ringside can get involved. I'm going to do that. Um, the other guy didn't pull my hair, but I can scream at the referee that he did and get a reaction out of the crowd. More booing, more heat. I'm going to do that. So I really, really like that, that Robinson involved the referee more than I think we usually see. Especially in AEW, where everyone just does move, 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 move. Spot, 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 spot. What was my finish again? Right, there it is. Right? So I like that he's including every aspect of like what's around the ring in the match. I really, really liked that last night. Um. Anyway, yeah. The guns probably got involved too much for my taste. I felt like at a certain point... At a certain point the referee has to be willing to say okay you and you get the fuck out right like that that kind of has to be eventually if you're seeing the guys getting involved if you if if you've already warned them once like kick them out and it just sort of seems like right did now in AEW I don't I'm quite sure the he referee ejected the guns Oh okay good well but, fantastic but, but it was lighting the, the match it was
4: it was literally right at the end of the match, though, pretty much.
3: All oh, right, well, fantastic. I guess I missed that. I don't know. I I was I was watching on my phone, so sometimes it's hard to sort of understand what's <laughs> going on. And I also, don't blame you, man. My keys were running around. <laughs> um. Anyway, the finish was a was a pretty stiff fucking rear elbow from Andrade there. That looked like uh, fuck. That looked great, man. That looked fantastic. That was that was like if the Judas effect looked good. Um. Basically. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that looked man. That looked stiff as shit. I mean, sometimes it amazes me how good some like guys are in terms of working shit, man. Because the way Juice sold that man and the way he took it, great yeah. A shit no, right good. there.
3: Really sweet finish. Um, again, Andrade comes out on top in the end. Um, Vet, what did you think of the match? Well, everything you described—that's wrestling.
5: It's just a sad thing that what's supposed to just be, um, you know, uh, matter of course for professional wrestling matches and shows and everything seems unique. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff that people liked about Collision is stuff that seemed different and refreshing because it's all old ass shit that no one has done because they either didn't know how to do it didn't know it existed or someone was telling them specifically don't do this Uh you know it's stuff like that it's like when i see that kind of stuff and you see how when people are good and they can get things over uh without doing a million things it really makes that story about kevin nash going down to the performance center and talking to Shawn michaels and Shawn michaels telling him they'll walk the fuck out if they do a test of strength in 2023 or whatever and it's just like no they won't and i don't even know why you of all people would say that because that's not right on any level and it it just goes to show you that this supposed aew uh, Mark fans that only like a certain kind of wrestling when they get into this stuff and have fun with it, just like any anybody would who paid a ticket to be entertained. It really just shoots down a lot of theories that people have to try to get themselves over and spread their own narratives online. So um, I did like the match. Of course, I like Andrade. Juice has been good. Uh, it's just that he's got to... He's just got to... Um, it's taken him a while to get a stage that a lot of people are seeing him on when he was in NXT, Mm -hmm. he was not anywhere near where, you know, he was the focus and then he was quickly gone. He went to new Japan, but he's always around the middle, you know? So if you were watching new Japan, cool. It wasn't necessarily everybody's favorite though, just kind of mildly over. And then now he comes over here. Um, so we're getting to see it a little bit more. Um, very capable the gun thing with the interference uh like you said that's exactly how it should go they should be too inter but they see the thing is like they're not blatantly interfering they're just being annoying and distracting annoying, which right. it's okay if people are annoying as long as they don't touch anybody or whatever uh it's not like they get caught cheating a lot so they they did they did everything right it was a it was a great opening contest and i think it was pretty much all downhill from here
3: it, it sure was that's that's exactly right um i, I couldn't agree more with what you said A- everything that i was talking about to begin with is stuff that you would have seen on every single episode of monday night raw 20 years ago right it's stuff that you would have seen on every single episode of uh you know um, WCW Saturday night. That you 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 would have you would have seen all of those things, right? Every single night because that's what professional wrestling was and now it's just look at my cool move. That's it. That's like all professional wrestling has become now and it's really it's really sad like as a fan. But Jimmy, did you have anything you wanted to add about the opener?
4: Yeah, you know what? I was going to ask you, Vic. dude, you know what what Juice Robinson reminds me of this version, actually, funny enough, and I'm glad you brought up NXT. He kind of does remind me of CJ Parker in a weird sense.
5: Which is very reminiscent. Not to be of... confused with uh Miro's uh hot and flexible oh, wife. Yes. Oh, I think Chris Perry. accidentally referred to as CJ Parker. Oh, did he? Uh, oh,
4: I... <laughs> no shit. Perhaps. I didn't even realize if he did, but um he does remind me of CJ Parker from NXT. And if anyone doesn't know who CJ Parker is i'm referring to juice robinson but just way way more sort of uh louder if that makes any sense but Mm. um no look i love this i mean i I won't say i love the match it was a good match though no doubt about it match of the night by far because i think this was the only singles match i think of the of the night
5: it's the only one that was worth watching let's put it that way
4: right i'm pretty sure that was the only singles match Everything was tag matches after that. We'll find that, but... out as we go, I guess. Right, exactly. But um back to the guns though, you mentioned about how they're good at distracting. They really are good at doing their job outside the ring. And like Vet said, it's not like they're really cheating. It's just one's getting the attention of the ref and then once they move positions, the other one's doing the same thing. And just, you know, they're just psychologically fucking with the ref and fucking with the match unfortunately though the ref gets rid of him right at the end of the match because not even a minute later that's when the match was over so i don't know what was the point of sending him back to the back but nevertheless i enjoyed the match juice juice Robinson's really growing on me again i didn't mind him when he was that lower mid card juice like you know the baby face the white white me baby yep. face juice in new japan but this version is is much much better and um yeah man i mean good match but Unfortunately for us, we're going to get trapped in the wreckage right after this.
5: Buried yep. even. I, I will yeah. add one more thing to what you said, Jimmy, because you said, what's the point of sending them to the back? Because that is the distraction for oh, the true. heel
4: Yeah. No, to now
5: right. open them up to take that elbow and everything like that. So it's, again, you can work it both ways. You can have the heels constantly distracting, 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 and then it finally works or it finally backfires. You know yep. that's why we watch because we don't know which one's going to happen. Imagine that—a <laughs> novel concept. Wow, true. That's why it's the vet,
3: folks. A novel concept. Novel, by the way, since everybody wanted to use that. Um, I know you know what the, what it means, that because you just used it properly. But people kept using that constantly during the pandemic, and people didn't seem to understand what the word means. It means new. Novel means new. So a novelty. Yeah, it's a novelty, <laughs> as in new. Yeah. So. So when somebody says novel, that's what they mean. They don't. They don't. Not the book. You know, they're not talking about books anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. j- I've seen a lot of confusion over that. You know, since really? the pandemic happened. Uh, no, yeah, real seriously because people because people repeat words they see on on tv and they have no idea what the fuck they mean constantly so,
4: it's, ooh, new big it's words, awesome. so.
3: <laughs> yeah it's awesome i love it i just i love it when people use words improperly it makes me very happy anyway kenny and jericho <laughs> are backstage and um they're huge dorks for one another they they they're yeah. uh it's the first time we've ever tagged together and and you should be <laughs> impressed. You should be impressed by how we're gonna we're gonna tag together. Cause look at how big a deal we are. We're we're so big a deal. Look at look at how cool we are together. And we're gonna tag. And it's gonna be, they fucking went on and on and on and on and on. This backstage fucking shit. <laughs> they didn't shut doubt. the fuck up for five minutes. And it's like yeah. you're not even good talkers. Fucking Kenny Omega is a gigantic <laughs> dork and Chris Jericho hasn't said anything interesting since he had the list. Like, seriously. This was fucking stupid. Anyway. When Chris yeah. Jericho
5: talks, he sounds like a parody of professional wrestling. Like yeah. when a sitcom writer would write like a little wrestling scene into it and have him do like a promo, you know? Like what, what yeah. a non-fan thinks a wrestling promo would sound like. That's what Chris Jericho sounds like all the time now.
3: Yep, that is. And you know what's even sad? Com- he's basically a parody of himself, which is awful. Yeah,
4: true. That's even more awful. But you know what's funny? I'm glad you said that, Vet, because I was thinking that when they went to Marvez later on in the show, how this is just a parody. I mean, he's you know being a parody of uh, you know a guy in the back reporting shit, literally. Like,
3: yeah. don't mention com- Marvez unless you want to see Vet stuff a muffin in his face. Don't do that. Please go take yes. a big bite on that one. As go. as he has been, <laughs>
5: as Marvez has been since day 1, an yeah, embarrassment yeah. uh, of a of a TV character.
4: How does he still have a job?
5: Friends with Cause the Cuz he's guys. friends with the Bucks. Yeah. Oh,
3: well, there you Come go. On. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So, it's time for Tony Storm in Portrait of a Star. This was great actually. I like this. <laughs> Vet doesn't like this i think it's funny really? as fuck i like that yeah. okay well, <laughs> we'll
5: take another bite Vic. go just remember <laughs> is- just remember that it's to it's gonna overstay it's welcome believe me and it's aew oh, yeah. producing Ew. it so
3: Oh, it'll get to a really bad point here before it gets really good. It's like QTV. There is a possibility for QTV to actually be like a legitimately entertaining thing. If they went on there every week and like did something where they subtly made fun of wrestling Twitter every week on QTV, that would have been really good. That could have been something that like longtime wrestling fans could really sink their teeth into. And instead, it just became, you know. Look at the Australian girl. Look at her do something goofy. Ha, ha, ha. Look at her. Um, Which we have here. Yeah, we have. Yeah. And we have Jason? Are
5: you calling me goofy, Vet? I mean, God. Are you an Australian <laughs> girl? Well, we just found out something <laughs> about Jimmy.
4: Stop it, Vet!
5: <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw a shoe at me. <laughs> I've got yeah. a baseball right here.
3: Pow. Whoa. If, if yeah. you can throw that baseball hard enough that it actually hits Vet from where you are and where he is. Wow um some
4: throw (laughs) yeah
3: you're hercules my friend
4: hey well look at me look hercules (laughs) no but really i'll just when i look at you it's definitely
3: when i look at you jimmy hercules is definitely what i think yeah
4: Yeah, (laughs) hey hercules ain't got shit on me all right
3: all right anyway (laughs) next up uh tag match it's the best friends versus the kingdom and uh my opening note here is it's cute how this company thinks they can make the kingdom into something uh i mean Don't they're better joke, than the man. best friends but that's a low bar <laughs>
4: why he scoffed that uh, damn thing man <laughs>
3: i also man. have here's 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 my notes so that you can all see it um the story of this match appeared to be just kidding it's a best friends match uh, um, <laughs> Oh, they give no, the people no. what they want, but the kingdom win with a spike pile driver, and then Goofy cuts a promo about surgery <laughs> yeah. and hanging out with Roddy Strong.
4: Yeah, <clears throat> Matt Taven, you're talking about?
3: I don't the guy with the fucking Goofy gloves.
4: Yeah, um, why did Mickey they have Mouse luggages? Gloves. Yeah, Mickey Mouse gloves. Sure,
3: whatever. They both wear <laughs> white gloves.
4: <laughs> At first, I'm thinking why have they got their luggages, which is so cheesy.
3: It well, it doesn't make any sense at all. The exit to the arena isn't there. The exit to the <laughs> arena is in the backstage. Why would you bring your luggage to the ring?
4: But but what gets me right and before Vet really chokes on another muffin, who would have came up with this shit in the back saying, "Yeah, man, w- we'll bring our fucking luggages to the ring because we're gonna go and see uh, what's her, what's his name, Rod- Roddy Strong, in the hospital after the match." Great idea, guys
3: great idea Vet. um that what did you think best friends already, versus the kingdom
5: already gave my review before you even started
3: <laughs>
5: but you have to if you want to if you want to actually fully take it in remember you got to be watching on video channel live on youtube you know the times you know the places notification bell if you're only listening on audio you're only getting half the show when it comes to my reviews of some of these things
3: yeah it was it was definitely a muffin moment for for the opinion (laughs) haver um but yeah man i again they're trying to make these they like i really legitimately think on commentary that they honestly thought oh yeah we can get these guys over and no you can't
5: well well peace out and um (laughs) that's the other problem is um Everybody on this show seemed like they cut a post match promo, didn't they? Good point. Pretty much everybody. Did. Yeah. Everybody except, except Andrade. Except yeah. He was the only <laughs> yeah. one.
4: No mas. Which, Which he did he did get a promo,
5: but he didn't cut one in the ring the minute the bell rang.
3: Right, right, exactly. Um next up, Callus and Nana are backstage to say stuff. I yeah, I don't understand what Nana was saying. Something about uh, the the our the, the 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 Gates are gonna win, and then after that, there's gonna be more stuff. What the fuck was he saying? Did I did I miss a point? He was getting to- money,
5: money. Is this That's the one where? Is this the one with Marvez where he yeah. caught? he, he caught Nana and Callis <laughs> He talking. caught Nana in like,
3: spite of the fact that before they, they went to Marvez, they literally said, and now Marvez with Prince Nana.
5: Well, they expected Nana, but they didn't expect Don Callas. Oh my goodness. What's chicanery. So <laughs> he basically was insinuating that Don Callas was paying him off. If the gates of agony could take out the Winnipegians. Or was he sucking him yes. off? I mean, Winnipeg's you know, finest. Jimmy,
4: come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, really? what were they doing? Like in the court, he's like, whoa, whoa, what you doing there? Huh? Eh. One
5: of those That would be great if they were just like fumbling with their zippers <laughs> as soon as Marvez <laughs> walked up, even though they could see him like two feet away. <laughs> that would be funny.
3: Oh, man. Go, Chris. All right. Well, next up, Julia Hard cuts a promo that's basically just Faith Seed from Far Cry Five. Um, Tony, play another video game. Well, play speaking of to Tony,
4: Six. did you guys notice what I retweeted uh, earlier in the day, or probably yesterday for you guys? Because Tony is so wired on his on his cocaine, right? What? Why'd you oh, the baseball? you're doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, because it's a ball, get it? <laughs> but um, no, no, no. for real though, he thought the collision was Rampage. Really? I kid you not, I retweeted it. He said, Saturday night is alright for a fight, because we're coming live from Seattle for AEW's Rampage. Had to retweet that.
3: Amazing.
5: I didn't catch it, but. Well.
4: Yeah.
3: Cocaine's a hell of a drug.
4: <laughs> exactly. That's my point. You need sleep. Right. Get some well, sleep, Tony.
3: <clears throat> well, so aside from the Far Cry thing, um, I'm going to give some advice to everyone booking professional wrestling, okay? Spooky characters, um, they need to win big matches sometimes. That's like... Just a little piece of advice. They don't always have to win because they can get over with character if they can get over with character. And if they can't get over with character, you're wasting a gimmick on someone who can't get over with character. But <laughs> if you've given your your spooky character to an appropriate talent who's able to get over um, <clears throat> with character, they still have to win sometimes. Like, they can't just win squash matches and be, you know as valuable as you'd like them to be. They, they need to actually win a feud here and there. So this whole thing with Julia Hart is a gigantic waste of time because we all know she's not winning against Chris Statlander, right?
5: Yeah, no, No, we don't know that. We don't know that at all. For one, the last person that beat her was Chris Statlander. And that was like a million years ago, according to them. Number two, didn't
3: you see that moonsault that she hit later? Like she's improving as a wrestler. What? And number three, not just the moon salt, th- not just the moon salt. <laughs> Actually, Vet, I gotta say, like for like with the w- like the way that I the way that I basically did this is I talked about some of like the intro, right? Oh. So spooky characters thing. It needs to be better. It, it Stop just copying from Far Cry Three. They did that. They do this and later Far Cry too. Three. Another, now. It, from well, five to Far three. Cry five. <laughs> um, they, they did it. They did it again later with the the. The righteous they're basically they literally like they they legit have the white the white sh- suit with the fucking big yellow glasses it's legitimately a visual from far cry 5 that's what it's from that's so where wait, they got is, that from
5: so wait is is the righteous from far cry 5 and there's also like a blonde witch character
3: in far cry 5 too because i haven't played yes okay yes Just, Just he's
5: the same guy Oh, they're all together. Okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, they're all together in a cult. Because, of culting. course, they are. Why would is that Wait, the one that. where you
5: can get a bear to be on your team? I think
3: uh, it yeah. is.
5: Okay. Yes. Yeah.
3: You
4: know what, guys? But you know what? Far Cry 5, when did that exactly come out? Was it 2019? Around there?
3: I want to say, yeah. Uh, the Righteous right.
4: have been around. The Righteous I think, have been around longer than that. So, technically, you copy. No, they it. haven't. Are you sure
5: about not, that not these not these no because uh because Vinny marsalia used to be in the kingdom oh yeah that's so right. that's he why couldn't have been in that's this tag team confused. i don't even know who the fuck this dutch guy is maybe i boy. mean he may have been He's repackaged as somebody else but like Vinny, for sure was with T the kingdom, uh, like right. the uh matt taven and tko ryan and whatever
4: oh. Yeah, but wasn't he pretty much the same though in the
5: kingdom pretty much yeah that's just
3: the medium, the medium boss
4: man <laughs> the medium well, he, boss man not the big he's pretty boss man. extra
5: large yeah he's and he's. he's, he's why, why you know what never mind let's let's stay on track Let, let's let's go in order let's go in order it's easier to keep track okay of. but so, anyway i was i was just okay, saying so, i made the joke about the moonsault because of what you said about julia hart and how that doesn't make you a good wrestler and then Um, the other reason that she's going to possibly win against Chris Statlander is because Brody King's going
3: to be out there and he might do something, please. He's a bitch. Yeah. All
5: right. You guys, you just keep (laughs) laughing.
3: All right. So on commentary, they mentioned that she's on the longest active win streak in AEW. What? We've seen two of those matches.
4: Wait, wait. Who's on the longest active win streak? Statlander. Julia
3: Hart. She's 27 and 0. Yeah wait a minute her last loss
4: no wait a second didn't we see her lose recently other than tonight no wait did i do i need to neuralize myself again or apparently you already did oh apparently i did i I kid you not man i i could have sworn we seen her lose recently but i don't know maybe we didn't okay maybe i'm seeing things well
3: I am going to go ahead and say something nice about Julia Hart here. Um, she started off the match with some really stiff-looking strikes. Legitimately. The punches and elbows to start with, they looked like they were connecting. Those were really, really you know stiff strikes.
4: Can we be G Let's be real. She actually looked a lot better in this match than she has in previous matches. I'll give it that. This
3: was her best match by a mile, and it's, it's probably true, better than every Chris Statlander match I've ever seen. So,
4: you know, he doesn't legitimately, have a point. Just, I mean, not really,
3: yeah, she's not a good wrestler. She needs more time. But I think that, you know, like last week I saw, oh, look at the moon salt, you know, and it was like, yeah, but she still can't fucking do anything. And then she came out here this week and her punches and kicks looked good, too. So I'm going to give people credit when they do something well. And I thought that this was it wasn't a good match. But she was doing the moves better than she usually does. We'll give it. We'll 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 put it that way. So, props to Julia Hart for coming out here and actually making it look like she was hitting her opponent and trying to hurt her. That's the point of wrestling. Um, so at least she seems to have gotten that. Um, anyway, she wins in the end, and um, then Chris Statlander uh, comes to the ring and cuts a terrible promo. She says that you know. You, now you have to get in the ring with the Defeater of the Undefeated, and uh, does
4: that sound eerily like the Eater of Worlds?
3: That Defeater of the Undefeated isn't going to be a good T-shirt, uh, Chris. What does that even That's mean? Not, it's not going to work out.
5: It means if you're undefeated, she's going to defeat
4: you. That yeah. makes you undefeated. I mean, defeated. Oh, I fucking don't have a clue. This is tongue-twister. Neuralize yourself again.
3: Neuralize. vet. <laughs> um, yes let me know what you think did you did you notice that uh julia hart's strikes and everything seemed to be a little bit better tonight than usual
5: it's a little harder to tell when you're on two times speed but let me just say <laughs> i want to give you credit i want to give all of us credit because clearly julia hart is a listener to the wreckage and she's a she wanted to impress us all and she wanted to show that she's more than just a moonsault but she's still a moonsault
3: and uh
5: <laughs> and that's uh and that's what she did i guess and she, she didn't looked mention like she knocked it,
3: the wind out of herself with the salt too yeah <laughs> she probably did. did
5: but that's just dude <laughs> it's a salt. how could you not i mean come on
1: yeah
5: um so uh and you didn't mention but her opponent was vert vixen which is somebody that you you know may not have seen before but you know, you probably could have also slapped the... Or, or threw her into the Chris Statlander spot if Chris Statlander wasn't available. She's a relatively close approximation of a Chris Statlander. Probably a little bit better at everything than her. But uh, that's probably why they picked her here. Because it's like, okay, uh, here's a better Chris Statlander for Julia to practice on before the big match. And um, so that's what we get. Um, now, why why did Chris Statlander come out dressed like she was just working on Sue's van? I don't know. It wasn't a <laughs> particularly a sexy or interesting look. That's
3: but, uh,
5: you know, as you said, promo, not cool. More Best Friends TV time, not cool. Not I'm not cool. going to waste yeah. a muffin on it. I've already spent my <laughs> Best Friends muffin, so I'll save it for another one. But um, but yeah, I, I guess Julia Hart is fine. I I don't care i really don't care i'm not interested in gimmicks like this i'm not interested in julia hart i don't i can't i can't say that she'll ever be anything but good for her at doing her job
3: yes i found it interesting that like literally the complaint that i had last week was because people were saying oh did you see that that uh that that moonsault she's getting better i was like uh my literal tweet back was um no can she kick and punch because until she can do that, she's she can't call herself a good worker. If you can't okay. – like, listen, you take, should be take able the to go out. Take the credit. This was you. You should you be did able this. to go out. I did it. I did this. I yeah. did it. Look um, what you
4: did. That was very nice a vol I did it. <laughs> Woo. I am not a nugget. Yeah. Um, yeah. But,
3: uh, but yeah, man, what I said was, like, you got to go out there and make – like. The first things you need to learn how to do as a professional wrestler is, like, throw a punch and a kick that look half decent, right? Like, because you might be told by the booker, all right, you've got 90 seconds. Go out and have a back and forth match real quick and go over with your finish. That's basically just go out there and have a fucking strike exchange. Do like a double down, get up, do your finish, right? Like, it's not a lot of time but you need to be able to make it look like something with the amount of time that you have. So if you can't throw punches and kicks believably, don't be trying to do moon salts to the fucking floor. Like just <laughs> learn how to do the punches and kicks first. So
4: moon salts to the floor. She did a good so job and that
3: might that might also be down to her opponent too. That might be that the girl she was in there with was was really like getting close enough to sell. I don't know, but this match was <laughs> the best not. match this, this was the best match Julia Hart has had, like, five a I, I
4: agree. I actually was thinking that myself, too, man. So we got to give, you know, praise where praise is due there. So well done, Julia. You're getting somewhere, yeah. maybe.
3: Yeah. Next up, we get a video for uh, a preview video for a match that I really wish I knew about um, <laughs> before now. Me too. I, I, I couldn't believe I'm this. Actually... When did this get announced? I, I don't know. Josh Barnett versus Claudio at zero hour. Apparently, look, um, that's a match the I'm interested in, guys. That's a that's a match I think will free, be pretty Chris. good. Yeah, like oh. okay.
4: I mean, or I just came out of out. nowhere. Can someone tell me,
5: like, vet? Do you have an idea? No, nobody had any idea. This was just they just. This is where we're learning about it. Wow. I
4: mean, that's that's weird, man. Crazy. It's not weird, actually. This is AEW. I guess it was somewhere in the wreckage, and we just couldn't find it.
3: Must have Probably. been somewhere in one of those wreckages. <laughs> it must have been. Yeah, conclusion? now, while,
5: sure. it is, while it is intriguing, you know, in total fairness, I will say, like, match. while I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for Josh Barnett and everything he's done and continues to do, I... If he he if there's a wrestler that's worse than Chris Statlander, he might actually be it. But we'll see. It's an intriguing matchup, and that's why we that's why we watch. We want to see who's going to come out on top.
3: Do you know horrible. Do you know what really intrigues me about uh, Josh Barnett? And why like why this matchup is is exciting and interesting to me? It's actually not because I'm such a fan of Josh Barnett. It's more because I'm a fan of Blake Troop, and I feel like Josh's style is very much the prototype of what blake is trying to do um i think blake actually has more potential um as a wrestler i think he's
4: because blake's got way more personality that's why (laughs) he has
3: way more personality he's way more of a character right um but i like the style of wrestling that is you know it's sort of the uh tom lawler did a very similar style right um sort of shoot background um they look like they're mixing MMA with 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 wrestling and i think there's potential there for somebody to be a breakout star with that style i don't think it's josh barnett because he's like 80 years old at this point and it's not going to it's not going to be there for him right but i like the style and i want to see that i want to see that style more in wrestling so that somebody can eventually really break through with that style and i know it's been done before but it hasn't been done recently, other than I guess Brock Lesnar. But I don't really. While Brock Lesnar is a crossover star between the two things, I don't think Brock wrestles that style. I really like the style of mixing in MMA with with WWE type stuff. So,
4: I mean, Ken Shamrock is one of those guys, I guess.
3: Yeah, Ken was a a decent example, but he was more in the, he was more in the vein of Brock Lesnar. He was. He yeah. was a mixed martial artist who learned how to wrestle. He didn't oh, really it bring in style.
4: He was technically a pro wrestler first, believe it or not, before he got into MMA. And then, yeah. I, I knew
3: that. I knew that. I knew that. But, but what I mean is, like, when he came in, other than the ankle lock, it wasn't really – there wasn't a lot of MMA – base there with ken
4: shamrock i'm a
3: big fan of ken shamrock like i like ken shamrock i think is one of those wasted opportunities in wwe history oh, to sure. be honest with you i think they could have made millions of millions and millions of dollars on that guy but whatever um i mean all he did was scream he did do <laughs> that a saying? lot too um <laughs> jericho and omega versus the gates of agonizing embassies of moguls is that right <laughs>
4: I think uh, at this point I guess. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all right. Well, Chris Jericho apparently in all his years in professional wrestling hasn't learned that you don't exchange strikes with Polynesian wrestlers.
4: <laughs> I mean, does, does, I mean hasn't anyone learned that you don't throw a punch to a Polynesian's head?
3: I that's, that's uh, a I'm, very I'm very saying. basic thing that I learned many many years ago just watching wrestling. Polynesians <laughs> have very thick heads. Hence, They'll beat they you up if them... you try to strike them.
4: Oh, man, hey, I've received a punch from one of those guys. It's not, it's not pleasant. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. That's true. Bad men, man. They, those motherfuckers don't even bother throwing punches to them.
3: Anyway, the Gates have some cool tandem offense in this match. Um, I'd really like to see uh, a little bit of character work with these guys. I want to know who they are. I want, like... They look good. They agonizing, look Chris. big and strong. Yeah, they're agonizing. It's agonizing to watch how this fucking company books people. Um, I mean, once you? I want to know who they are. The I, I want to understand something about these guys because I think that they have something that not a lot of teams in this company have. They've got size and strength, clearly. They have pretty interesting tandem offense whenever they get an opportunity to show it off. Um They look like guys who would beat the living fuck out of you, unlike most of the tag teams in this company. So, you know, variety is the spice of life. But show me something about these guys. Let me know who they are. Why should I hate them or why should I love them? Right? Like, give me a reason.
4: They were telling us that – what's the the African guy's name? The one from Ghana, I think? Cameroon
3: and his – Oh, Bishop Khan. Khan, That's it. He's, he's from dead. Cameroon, and his, oh, Cameroon, his father his is a his father is a, a tribal chief.
4: There you go. There's the story, Chris. You just answered your own question.
3: <laughs> Show me. <laughs> Show me. No, they told you.
5: That's good enough. They told you. That's it. That's just be happy with experience. that. <laughs> You're very demanding, Chris. Show I have to say. Hell. He's like... Show don't he's also, tell. Yeah, he's cl- he's clearly Show in the Catholic Church. Tell. You know, he's a bishop. <laughs> Uh, just like that's all you need, that's all that's the story you need. Um, He's a bishop. that's it, He's... yeah. And the other guy's got a hard head. Boy, I mean, come on, <laughs> don't overcomplicate this. Yeah, that was right. Besides, we so, know they're only uh, there to lose to people from Manitoba. Other than that, they're gonna be on Ring <laughs> of Honor and they'll run yeah, over a that's... bunch of guys that you know even less about.
3: <laughs> that's right, our uh, uh, Winnipeg suppression. Um, uh, Jericho gets a hot tag and forgets that he's small and old. Uh, he's knocking people over with shoulder blocks. Damn. Why? Why?
4: Because it's Jericho.
3: Uh, Jericho does his greatest hits, which, I mean, his greatest hits actually make sense for his size and stature, right? He's doing, you know, uh, the lion salt and etc., all that kind of stuff. That makes sense. But you're shoulder-blocking dudes who are, like, 80 pounds heavier <laughs> than you. It's a rib crease. It's
4: got to be. Surely.
3: Bad, bad. I know I'm nitpicking, but fuck it. No, you're not. When people you're say they're nitpicking. the best, pressure, you're not. Nitpicking. When people say they're like they're 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 the greatest of all time, do wrestling right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Do it right, or you're not the greatest of all time. Um. Anyway, Jericho wins with the walls. Uh, I-, I get that they needed the win heading into the pay per view. I-, I do. Like I understand the booking decision that they need a win going into the pay per view but i really feel like the gates they have something they have potential for value i don't know if they have value but they certainly <laughs> have potential for it um, they get a, they fucking talk for another 5 minutes after this but i'm going to i'm going to ask I about the I match doubt. first vet what did you think of the match
5: oh muffin time <laughs>
3: yeah i mean look it,
5: if we just completely divorce ourselves of all context, the match was all right. But when you look at these two guys and just like, well, who would win? Come on, you know, like then, then yeah, it's not that good. So, you know, we'll just call it a, we'll just call it a wash. We'll just call it a wash and just move on. The, the muffin aspect comes though, really where, you already had a promo in the back and then you got back on the mic and just meandered through a bunch of bullshit for several agonize. Don't want to talk about the gates of agony. They were opened on this duo promo between Omega and Jericho. This is one of the worst things. That Chris Jericho's ever done. And that's like at the top of a very long list of things. And I'm not talking about a thousand and four holds. I'm talking about <laughs> just the stuff he's done since he's been in this company. This is among the worst, the way he's walking back and forth, pacing, just being as cliche as humanly possible. Um I know he's more clever than this. I know he knows what's better than this. This, this, this is terrible. This is absolutely awful. Omega's no better. But at least Omega... Omega
3: significantly. I I I can't take anything he says seriously. He he comes off as he comes off as a fucking Dungeons and Dragons kid. And I listen. I, if you played Dungeons and Dragons, I'm not making yeah. fun of you. I'm just saying, like Are you know the him a
4: Stranger Thing.
3: No, but you you understand <laughs> what I mean, right? Like you know the kids in your in your school know, who I'll played you. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. right? They played Dungeons and Dragons, and they always smelled like Bo and Cheetos, right? Like that's <laughs> that's the that's a stereotypical like idea of them. That's Ew. what Kenny comes off as, and it's like, bro, you have to be kind <laughs> of cool if you're going to be a babyface.
5: Bo well, and think, Cheetos, though. I think. See, here's the thing. I know Kenny's not cool in the sense of you know leather jacket and sunglasses cool. He's not, no um, he may not be there. as bad as the dungeons of dragons nerds he's probably somewhere in the middle he's the guy that he's played the idiot. nes games about dungeons and dragons but not the actual <laughs> tabletop games but but he seems like he seems like a cool guy he just like in terms of like you could get along with him but not sure, he hasn't yeah. found out a way to translate that into badassness you know like so That's just something he struggles with and he's got his fans and he's got his certain audience there but he's always been that way he's always going to be that way at different periods throughout history we looked at chris jericho with some reverence and now every day that goes on he's tarnishing whatever that was in retrospect like i actually think that Chris Jericho's entire career, any point that I would look back at it, I now retroactively dislike it a little bit more because of what he's doing today. I'm I like, yeah, you. the list wasn't that good. Yeah, the you know the, the 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 best Chris Jericho ever was was in 2008 when he put on a suit and started talking slowly. It's the best he's ever been. He peaked there. It's when he finally figured it out after all these years. When he evolved from the guy that's just like everybody else that we talk about now, that's only doing moves and doesn't get it and thinks that the, the guy that was saying like how come Scott Hall doesn't want to do anything on house shows to now being <laughs> Scott Hall and understanding why you don't do anything yeah. as he does three shoulder tackles to guys that would fucking kill him right, yeah, right like no, the, right. you in the middle of those he was good for a period there yeah right yeah and they put the belt on him and made him the top guy there and it made sense and that was the best but even that I like it a little bit less now because of all this <laughs> Yep.
4: <laughs> and he punched your Michael's wife during those times. That was awesome, man. That was, that awesome. was great. That whole thing was good.
3: <laughs> that was. How do you get heat? Punch a girl. Exactly. That. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
4: But you're right. All v- right. The sad part was that he does actually know better. For whatever reason, he just decides to go through the motions and doesn't give a shit.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Shoulder blocks to 300 pounders. For Chris Jericho. Um, Kent. Kenny Omega takes the microphone, and he's he, he's, he, he admits to having been brainwashed. Uh, I was brainwashed uh, by Don Callis. Here's the problem, Kenny. Uh, now that you're a babyface, when you admit to having being been so mentally weak that you can easily <laughs> be brainwashed by someone, why would anyone trust you to not just get brainwashed the next time you have a conversation with the next guy? whoa just just a little that next little guy's not there.
5: his uncle and didn't grow up with him that's why and didn't get me yeah.
3: maybe winnipeg's just, biggest wrestlers wow. ever cut a way too long promo here that's that's my that's my note see it's right there
4: i'm a fucking you know me guys right i love kenny the old kenny per se and look it's not his promo hey you love into. kenny
5: <laughs> did you molest him too well, he... <laughs> no, no. No. <laughs> in the corner, no, in the corner, not- and Alex Marvez caught you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I guess right. No, but um, no, but for real, right? It's always been his aura and his in-ring action that that got me liking him. Definitely not his promos. But in saying that, why is it like, like? Why do I feel like a lot of these guys in AW have, are going backwards as professionals, man? Like they just going backwards like they're, they're, they're not recapturing they're anything but again like vets said shouldn't these guys know better shouldn't these guys realize what they're doing wrong i mean
5: the here i'll tell you, i know exactly why i know exactly why okay, right. i'm sorry chris i know exactly why okay and this isn't even a joke there's no clear direction yeah okay this aw is a guy right it's So Tony Khan got to do something he always wanted to do, and he's throwing everything that he can at the wall, seeing what sticks. It's too much for him to totally control, and he doesn't have a clear direction. He's kind of making it up as he goes, right? So... People use it. I know, I know, but you can't, it's never, well, if you didn't have a clear direction to start, you're certainly not going to have one after four more years. It it only gets bigger and crazier. You've had to deal with so much more. You have to continue to deal with, you're thinking about ways to expand your company in a logistic sense. You're not even have time to really think about creative or what you want. Also, because you're a mark, you know that all these wrestlers know better than you. So he probably doesn't even feel that he has the agency to tell Chris Jericho, "Look Chris Jericho, this is what I want. I Good want point. you to do this. This is where we're going. This is what we need, blah blah blah." He's probably like, "Well, Chris Jericho knows more than I do, so I'll I'll let him do what he wants. He's Chris Jericho. I will let him do that." And fair fair point, you know, you would think that you could do that. And maybe Tony doesn't have anything better than what Chris Jericho is giving yes. us. Anyway, so it, 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 this may be the best option for Chris Jericho, but without that clear direction, without somebody to steer, you know, or put the pieces where they're supposed to go, um, you're always going to get the the worst of the excesses, right? You're gonna right. you're gonna get people that just do whatever comes to them, and it doesn't matter if they if it sucks or whatever, or if it dies in the ring like this did or whatever, because they'll just be like, all right, well you know, can't grieve forever, move on to the next thing and they'll try again next time. But I think that's really what's ultimately happening here. Tony can't tell people that know more than him how to do things, especially when he doesn't even have a clear vision himself. You know what? Vet? You hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it is. He probably feels that he can't
4: tell, you know, wrestlers, especially him. He was never part of the business until now, how to do things or tell them what he really wants because he would feel like I was never a worker, and you know the stigma, right? If you've never been in the ring, you don't know shit. So hmm. yeah, no, no doubt. You're, you're, Do I, you you I think, think so, right. Chris?
3: Do you think that's it, or is some of that? No, I think that's a big part of it. Uh, I think that the other part of it is actually something. Funnily enough, I mean, Kenny mentioned brainwashing, and I think mm. that there's a there's a level of conditioning that's happening in AEW with some of the older Definitely. vets, right? Yeah. If you if you're constantly getting told by higher ups. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. We should be able to do 16 dives in a match, and we should be able to exchange Canadian Destroyers, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Eventually, as an older vet, you're going to go, okay, I'm going to stop fucking repeating myself. I'm not going to just keep fucking saying this over and over again. Yeah, guys, go out there and do what you do. Go out there and have 16 fucking Canadian Destroyers. Good for you. Um, And if you hear that enough, if you're a Chris Jericho, right, and you hear, oh, that's brilliant, Chris, every time you say something, Well, Chris Jericho, I think, is actually an intelligent person, but I think most people, if you're told, oh, that's brilliant, that's brilliant to every idea that you have, you're going to start to think that you're fucking brilliant, and you're going to start to think that every idea you have is fucking brilliant, right? That's a problem with conditioning. I think that that is something that's happening in this company, is that some of the people are being told, oh, that's brilliant, every time they want to do anything, and it's like that's exactly what happened with wcw in the in the you know in the late 90s and early 2000s that's exactly why i'm going to be careful with how i say this that's exactly what happened with the vince russo style of booking in wcw right there wasn't anybody there who would say vince i think that's too far can we rein it back a little bit right now vince russo Again, I've, I have I have said this a million times. Vince Russo is one of the most unfairly maligned characters in professional wrestling history. He was absolutely brilliant during the Attitude Era, and he probably continued to have brilliant ideas for professional wrestling in WCW. But he, like most creatives, needed other people to... Try to go, okay. Well, we can do that, but why don't we why don't we try to do it like this? Or why don't we do things that are a little bit different than what exactly you're talking about, right? To try to mold the vision into something cohesive, right? And the problem with AEW is exactly that same problem. There's nobody there who's got any authority from the back who's going, uh, guys, can we pull back on this a little bit? So all of the bad ideas wind up out on TV, right? There might be some really great ideas that wind up on TV too. And again, I think pushing Booker T to the World Championship was a brilliant idea from Vince Russo. I think that there are a number of other things that that, that Vince Russo did in WCW that were absolutely top-notch ideas. But I also think that all of the bad ideas wound up on TV too because there was nobody there to say, I think maybe we need to pull back on this that's a big problem in aew in general like there's nobody there who tony khan respects who says guys we need to pull back on this
5: perhaps perhaps nobody even knows what should be pulled back on
3: i mean mean, that's there's that too there's that but all this
5: all this talk over (laughs) their shitty promo i mean god they don't deserve this much we should can we talk about julia hart some more god you
3: know yeah well speaking of julia hart uh there's another far cry 5 commercial stop it ubisoft i i already beat that game Mm -hmm. i played it i beat the next one even i beat i beat far cry 6 already we don't time for far cry Cry 7 yeah we don't need to keep talking about (laughs) far cry 5 but we just keep seeing videos of far cry 5 so it's cool and i'll see more of far cry 5 later tonight so I'm very glad.
4: Less Canadian destroyers for starters, according to Darkside caster. No, you're going to get more, one, pal. Just I'll as ta- one, idea. I'll take
5: a Canadian destroyer as long as it's the
3: finish. Yeah, if it's the finish of a match, it's a fucking impressive finish. That's okay. If it's That's a what they it- <laughs> If it's a transition and you're going to win with a roll up, no
5: roll up it's the new fad in professional wrestling <laughs> the, the canadian destroyer softened them up for the roll up win fucking
4: hell. isn't that fucking ridiculous man
5: they Eating would have kicked out of the roll up if they didn't have a broken neck from before <laughs> fair point i mean uh, yeah man,
4: professional Jesus. wrestling and and just the the thought process going into it has gone so backwards it is a joke at this point point. and you know what i love video games as as do all of us right but I hate to say it; it's really the video game generation that's caused this, man.
3: Actually, it some of it, it is.
4: Yeah. I mean,
5: mm-hmm.
4: you can't deny. Well, you can
3: it. you can say that, but the thi- it's not. It's not. It's empty-headed motherfuckers who have caused this. Okay, it is. Cause there are some because there are some video games that transcend video games. Okay, I I, I will say that, and I know people. I know that there are people like out there, you know, in the fiction community who hate when people say that, but. Oh, like there have been some. There have been some video games that were as well told as any novel out there, right? Like there, there, there have been some really, really. There, there have been some video games that are real artwork, okay, and really Absolutely. tell a story the proper way.
4: Hey, it's not the video game's fault. Apparently, exactly. Far Cry
5: Five spoke to a whole generation. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, Far Cry Five wouldn't exactly fit on my list of greatest stories ever told. I love the game; it's fun to play. <laughs> now, That's the story not what is I'm talking. Bad. It has about, a bear right? in it. Yeah. yeah, it has a yeah, bear. It, it has a fun bear you can recruit and a cougar, like the, oh. the animal kind. Not a not a. Oh.
5: <laughs> not a Dixie yeah. Carter.
3: No. Not a Dixie Carter. Yeah, although <laughs> she, she probably is. would have fit in that game. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna move on. She um, um, see Dixie but anyway, Carter. yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> video games. That. It's not video games. It's just it, it's it's the
4: people playing empty-headed
3: it. motherfuckers who have played video games. I guess, <laughs> right, but like, that's... there was empty-headed motherfuckers. I mean, at one point, somebody wanted to turn Ric Flair into a fucking Spartacus. So, I mean, it, not all bad ideas come from come from video games. Can you games, imagine that? <laughs> all right. It's all Jim Spartacus? Hurt's fault. Yeah, Jim Hurt's it fault. is. Fuck Jim, Jim Hurt. Fault. We're back to that. Fuck Jim Hurt. No, um, but for
4: real though, it's the people that have played him. Like they would have seen all these ridiculous moves. And they would have been like well i can do that shit. yeah you know what i mean and
5: it's part of it are. it's part of it but you're supposed to, you know it's everyone else's responsibility to cull those from the rest of the fresh produce right That's like true right it's it, it, right. it's like when people complain about all the kids and stuff it's like all these stupid kids these days it's like well you guys raised them so Jesus Christ, mean, come man. on
4: We need some fucking normality back in fucking wrestling for once for crying out loud. You know what I mean? We need to go back to go forward. Unfortunately, we're just moving forward and there's no substance.
3: I'd be fully happy with just some adults back in pro wrestling.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah, exactly. It's true. Keep Keep your eyes on
5: Survivor Series yeah <laughs> it's in chicago
3: it's in right, chicago go ahead, go ahead chris <laughs> all right let's, uh, let's darby go. has waited his whole life to be in a main event and i oh, so i guess way, that means way, that's main way. eventing the pay-per-view because there's no world title match so i nope, mean a two out of three for the tnt title would be a good main event i mean they make it the seem end. as
5: though they position it as though in the promotional materials that danielson and zach saber is the main event but they could put whatever order they want i guess
3: Mm. and i have seen like uh i think danielson recently gave an interview where he said he doesn't want to be the main event he doesn't want to be in the main event so
4: he's too selfless in AEW
3: it seems now he really is somebody needs to get a hold of him and be like dude
4: slap him you're you're actually not even doing anybody
3: else any favors like get over first and then you can get other people over right like and yeah. it's, it's can prove in that you can win.
5: Seattle, right? So even yep. though that's Brian's hometown, but is that not where so Darby
4: Brian's, is Darby from there? Yes, he is. And as well as Swerve, he's also from there. And Danielson's from there. So one of those three <laughs> hometown heroes are going to get the win. And I assume the other two will lose, right?
3: Who knows? We'll that's see. my guess. Um... Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the same promo from Rampage. Uh, they they already ran this video. Um, he's
4: Rampage, according to Tony Khan.
3: Oh, geez. that's why yes. he thought it was the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Darby. Hell of a drug. Um, <laughs> you know, the best part of this was Christian asking Darby, where's your uncle at? Oh, oh that's that right. He's dead. <laughs>
4: oh man uh, i can't, I can't, I can't wait for christian, christian to enough. go back
3: to wwe and I, I can't wait for him to go back to wwe and then he can feud with cody that'll be great
4: oh would WWE allow him to go that far
3: you think no no that's yeah, one thing i will right. say for aew is that like if there's somebody there who actually understands pro wrestling and can get it past the idiots from california they, they can they can actually take things to a really interesting Spot, and I think the Christian's proving that.
4: I'm telling you, he's the MVP for me of AW for 2023, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's a spoiler
4: Um, for our interview show.
3: So, next up, uh, the righteous uh, come out for a jobber match. Uh, my notes say Dutch is a very large man, that's all I got. Quick squash, that means
4: Chris. Yep,
3: squash,
4: he's gonna get squashed once they go. Higher up the card, if they actually do get higher, because I feel like they're just showing these guys—they're showing vignettes, even though they're saying really nothing. They're just dancing around like fairies.
3: Yeah, like, basically, he reminds like I'm pretty sure that every person who's bigger than like six foot tall and like weighs more than two hundred pounds just reminds Tony Khan of some big fat kid who used to pick on him in school or something because. Those guys have no chance of being successful in this company. Maybe, if you're if you're a big dude. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah,
3: maybe Vincent. Maybe Vincent could get over. For sure. We could we could try to get Vincent over as a world champion. Well, he's For sure enough. we could do that. Fart noise. Um <laughs>
4: <laughs> am I lying? Tell me when I'm telling lies. I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, you're, you're telling lies. Um, Vincent cuts I'm a promo. <laughs> uh, it's just cult, 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 spooky stuff. Um, yeah,
4: it's not even a cult of personality, Chris.
3: He tripped over the phrase paper people about three times. I. What does that mean? Buddy, if you can't They're say fake? it, don't say it. <laughs> the paper, 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 paper people, paper people, paper people. Paper people. Uh, Are you saying he's got a speech impediment, Chris? Unless your gimmick is that you have a speech impediment, <laughs> you know, rehearse that shit, brother. Uh, oh, God,
4: oh, I wouldn't put a past Tony to fucking start a character like that, man.
3: And uh, apparently, they like to break legs. They put a, they put a, uh, they put a piece of two by four or a four by four in between the dude's legs, and then they they hit it with a chair.
4: It's
5: just like that scene from that movie.
3: Yeah, it's just like that scene from that movie. (laughs) Also, um, (laughs) ready to rumble. Uh, Also, (laughs) they're trying. They're kind of subtly trying to take credit for Adam Cole having a broken ankle, which is funny Uh, because Adam Cole broke his own damn ankle.
5: Yeah, well, I was gonna say Adam Ghost. They said he. Okay, look first of all, fuck this gimmick, you know, I, nothing against the guys personally. I'm just tired of this gimmick, okay? You're not whatever enough. video game it's Dead. from. <laughs>
1: uh,
5: but if there's any bit of intrigue for anybody, it's something that Vinny said in his promo about, you know, suggesting he's, I forget exactly his phrasing, but the suggestion was that Adam Cole can't be trusted
3: that liar adam cole
5: that liar adam cole right which you know people have already started the speculation that this ankle thing is a work and that he's gonna be somehow turning on you know mjf or what you know whatever um so even by just planting that seed that you know comes from everybody else speculating on whether this ankle injury is a work or not i think was you know it was smart to do ever idea it was i don't personally look i think adam cole broke his ankle now if you (laughs) want if you want to turn an angle out of that and say that you know say that this was planned all along or whatever but i saw him hop off that you know (laughs) you, you could have had a lamer way to start an injury, a fake injury angle, then hopping off the ramp and pulling up lame like that is—I'm pretty sure he fucked himself up there. So, yeah, I would—I would definitely say that. But you know, capitalizing on it, turning it into part of your angle, okay, you know, well done. I'll—I'll I'll say. Well, imagine that it was
4: an actual angle, right? Where he didn't break his ankle, right? That kind of rhymes. I mean booker of the year shit right there man yeah. Oh, yeah so so adam you like go to the ring and you and you and, and you trip and, and and you break an ankle and then we go straight into a program fucking that's smart shit that's good business right there
3: your tony Khan is too nasally um he <laughs> needs to come straight from the throat he doesn't speak at all out of his nose whatsoever he just goes straight from the throat to the bullshit coming out of his mouth there's no <laughs> no connection with his nose at all when he's
4: speaking <laughs> okay i don't know what to say to that Chris. you got me i mean sorry tony tony i mean
3: i i got you i got you <laughs> um anyway yeah hey you know what guys it's october so happy halloween in, oh, yeah. you know well with the righteous and everything happy halloween They're spooky <laughs> yeah <really. sighs> anyway aussie opener backstage um yeah, but they've oh, added a know. third guy And uh, they have T-shirts that say "T". That's the original.
4: Yeah, the Mighty Don't Kneel, Chris. Okay, which is originally, and I can speak for this because, you know, they're from the aren't they? No, they're not open. But they're Aussies, though. But they're just not open. And apparently, they don't kneel. Oh, they're the
3: other Australian tag team. Okay.
4: Yeah, the, the Perth crew. As a matter of fact, I know it doesn't mean nothing to anyone listening, and probably including you guys. But TMDK is probably, you know, the biggest faction in Australian indie wrestling history. I mean, for anyone that doesn't know, Bronson Reed used to be part of TMDK originally too. Um, you know, and they were causing a lot of havoc in the Australian independent scene as well as independence all around the world. And um, look, man, say what you want about Shane Haste and uh, what's the other one's name again? I forgot already. for And
5: Mikey Nichols. That's
4: it. Everyone forgets And Bad Dude Tito. Don't
5: forget Bad Dude Tito. He's a newer addition to the group. He's from America. He's He's American, American, yes. And we've got an English man part of
4: TMDK. But that's what it's And you've got a
5: Japanese man
4: too. And a Japanese man.
5: Yeah, they adopted Ryohei Oiwa too, so even though the crew itself (laughs) Was it him or was it Fujita? It's one of them too. I think it's Fujita, actually, dude. Okay, yeah, Kosugi Fujita, yeah. Uh, But anyway,
4: TMDK. Well, TMDK was meant to be a stable of just Australians, like Bullet Club was meant to be a stable of just gauging wrestlers. But
5: who am I to judge? I want to ask you something, Jimmy. What's that? Who was the was the original? Mighty was that? Uh, who was it? Was it just Mike and Shane, or did they have other guys before those guys? No, it was it was them. They didn't have. It was guys them, and then who guys, came yeah. next? Was was? Uh, I'm pretty sure
4: Bronson Reed was next. bronson Reed was next, okay. Right, or Jonah Rock for anyone. Jonah Rock, yeah, right. Uh, and then and then it just became what it is now, pretty much. There was more rest. Oh, what's his name? From Chase University, Hudson, he was oh, part really? of it as well. Yeah, believe it or Interesting. not. Interesting, I didn't yeah. know that. Well now now you do. Yeah, there was a few Australian wrestlers put it that way, but they're the ones that you know people know.
3: Well, they're apparently going to uh, challenge the acclaimed uh, for the trios titles, and uh, and they're going to lose. <clears throat> one of them does a sick freestyle here. It was great. Um, <laughs> it, this was this was the way you do heel does rap because it was really bad it's aggressively bad and stupid
5: yes that was shane haste you may remember him from the wwe as slapjack
4: yeah Damn. or
5: you may not oh no because he <laughs> often slapjack.
4: had a mask you know what man the, 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 really they're boring as fuck, these
5: guys right they got oh. real no personality oh right? he turned on him he turned on him chris no I've, he, he I was first never told a fan us a, you know, a his. whole history lesson then he turned on him like just no, like no, that no, no really I was it's never... like an AEW angle like we just got to know him and he turned on him all right let me be
4: honest here for a minute right australian wrestlers are so fucking generic generally right let's be real i mean they well, it's look like, so it's generic. a bunch of white
5: guys right so what, well I mean, yeah what right
4: except for like bronson reed is a big Samoan dude right at least he's got something but generally like the white australian fella like the real white australian guys they're so fucking boring he oh, like, just got no personality yeah they're bogans all they are, and they're overly changed. Like, yeah, hey, g'day, mate. What's going on, Crikey? Like, come on,
5: okay. All right, now that we're caught up,
3: yeah, all right. He's uh, oh, hello, there you go. Hello, can everybody hear me? Yes, <laughs> all right, good. Um, so, uh, back in front of the camera here, uh, TMDK's music and video brings Zach Saber to the ring, and I'm confused oh, yeah. now. Is Robbie Zach Eagles, Saber too, in TMDK? by the way,
4: yes, he is. And Robbie Eagles, thank you, Dark Side Cast. I forgot about Robbie, he's another DMT. original member of TMDK. And yes, you're right, Chris, by the way.
3: All right, cool. So he's uh, he's he's on commentary along with JR, so it's four people on the booth. Uh, for an eight man tag match main event, Aussie Open, Ricky Starrs, Big booth. Bill versus FTR, Jimmy T and brian danielson um god damn it jr really wants to get you over here uh jimmy he, he he says that you're a star you're a star now since you joined up with uh with the blackpool combat club um uh, yeah yeah
4: big star there's Beat just star there's too
3: much and uh, frankly there was too much going on in this match for me to pay attention uh dax tries to do the rick the rick flair sell into the corner but just flops around instead he couldn't quite get himself up and over the corner That was funny nigel and zach have fun with the uh brittle brian stuff and generally enjoy being the asshole englishman that was fun um i gotta say jimmy you sold the hell out of a big boot from big bill at one point there good job as i should nice work are you sore this morning
4: <laughs> i didn't feel a thing he's such a great worker that big bill guy awesome it was like it was like a pl- the plushest kick i ever felt in my life chris
3: fantastic well brian yeah. danielson apparently came out to do jumping jacks on the apron uh because oh. he you did absolutely exercise, nothing bro. until he was tagged in right at the end and i mean nothing i don't mean like he came in and did a kick and then tagged back out i mean he literally did jumping jacks until the last tag
4: <laughs> what, what can we say
5: How I mean it's cool <laughs> jeez the man has a broken arm, Chris. He yeah. does. Why, why are they oh, making right. him do this? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yep. We do the spot where the faces all hit big moves. and Jim Ross asks, uh, who the hell's legal? It's a really good question. <laughs> Hang on a second. I have stuff I have to deal with.
4: <laughs> well, so, that's what you were hearing in the match, by the way. <laughs> Continue. Right.
3: Me.
5: Yeah. Maybe they're re-watching it. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're crying. So, yeah, no, I mean, so... This was like, like Chris was saying, this was a lot. You could tell, like, when you look at the actual clock and how much of the show is left, it's like, okay, well, this is going to be one of those 25 minute main events. So Danielson can't get in too early, or else, you know, he's going to break his arm some more. So, you yeah. <laughs> know. This match sucked, Bulls. And
4: why do we need to get a whole bunch of. I mean, TK's got a thing now for eight man matches, man
5: especially on collision. I mean, they can be fun. They can be every week, even every week. Cause you can always <laughs> yeah. do so much. You can, Okay. Look, it, it, think about it this way. It's a chance to get eight stars out there potentially at the same time so that you don't have to just watch them do a parade of squash matches with promos right after, right? Like you can, <laughs> everybody can get in, they can get their shit in and then the match can end and everybody can say, Well, I got what I came to see. My favorite wrestler got his shit in. Doesn't matter how or the you know the context of the the show or the overall story, you know, if 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 Danielson came in and chopped a guy and kicked him in the chest and you know,
3: somebody was happy. Yeah, they had stereo yes kicks. Everybody got in the ring and did yes kicks together. That that must have been an exciting moment for you, Jimmy.
4: I was yesing all the way home, bro put it that way but you know what's confusing about this company for a company that doesn't really have many tag teams they sure love tag team wrestling
5: it's like the wwe <laughs> but at Except least they do they have try. tag teams exactly, and they'd rather that's... put other random pairings together
3: yeah well at yep.
5: least it's not as random as these guys
3: right so everybody is everywhere doing everything and it sucks um at least oh, i can appreciate that they're trying to build starks and bill who get the win at the end here what Can I ask you, ask?
4: fellas, before this match, there was a promo with FTR and was it Ricky Starks and Big Bill, whatever? So is that FTR... That any sense. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to ask. That's what I was going to ask. So is FTR heels now?
3: No, FTR were with you and Brian and Brian Danielson. Oh,
4: so then why would... Oh, yeah, sorry. They're with Danielson and Yuda. You're right. Sorry, my bad. My point, you. why? Yeah, oh, sorry, myself.
5: But are Why? You, are you talking I was about? confused. Are you talking about like the pre, like the cold open yeah. promos from the oh, very beginning of show? I was probably talking show? about
4: that, but that's what stood out to me. Like, are they heels or baby faces? Is the Blackpool Combat Club heels or baby faces, or are they heels on Saturdays? Oh, sorry, baby faces on Saturdays, heels on Wednesdays. Is There's no such thing on? as
3: heels and baby faces, Jimmy. Why are you? Oh. Why are you thinking? Tired of <laughs> tropes
4: ah true that's that's so passe what am i talking about don't mind me folks
5: well there goes chris (laughs) um so yeah i mean the thing is it really does look you're gonna we are all as as a community of whatever you want to call it analysts pundits whatever we're all going to have to stop asking the question (laughs) are they heels or baby faces because it doesn't it it really doesn't matter anymore you are what you are given the context of the uh, i am what i am the situation yeah <laughs> your popeye is basically which <laughs> is basically what, everybody's popeye so yeah. that's fine as long as they have their spinach you know then it, it'll be great but no but seriously like it doesn't it doesn't matter and i'm tired of i'm tired of people saying one thing that's like a bit abrasive in a promo or something and people being oh is he a heel now like it, what because he said one thing like nobody can say something without completely changing their character it's just it's just something that's very exhausting listening to people um on the uh you know in the communities let's say or the online community is constantly (laughs) questioning you know heels baby faces it's like yes people should have defined characters however um not everything constitutes a heel turn (laughs) or whatever right it's just some things you can just accept that maybe somebody has a bad moment uh but anyway if chris won't be rejoining us i mean (laughs) essentially he he gave us the 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 rundown of the match um jimmy did you think anything other than what you've already said about the match
4: not really again i went blank during this match dude and i hate doing that because that's when i start looking at my phone and i'm pretty much saying to myself When is this over? Because I can't... You know me, I've got a short attention span as it is, man. This shit just... I can't pay attention to it. There's no interest to it. There's no substance to the match. There's no implications, you know, after for this... You know, why is this match a thing? We've got a pay-per-view tomorrow. So why is this happening? Because
5: there's a show every Saturday. That's why. And And they need a a match. It's a
4: shame. It's a shame because this show I want to like it. Last week was a decent show, but we're back to fucking crap again, and it's a shame. I need some consistency again, but who am I to say that when this is the company
5: that is consistently stupid every week? You're nobody to say it, Jimmy. You just sit here exactly. and you and you just you just sit here and take it. All right, that's, that's <laughs> take it in do. the
4: ass, bro. Jesus, the,
5: the, one one big problem that that speaks to everything that you're saying and it's not an aew problem it's not a wwe problem it's a pro wrestling in general problem we ha- we now we're at a point where we have everything we want at our fingertips at any given moment at all times even the stuff True. we used to have to decide like ooh, that's a good looking show should i spend the money and buy it now we don't True. have to think we'll just steal it it doesn't matter <laughs> the only thing that costs us is time we don't have to be that invested and the the combine that with the fact that everything's oversaturated
4: that's an understatement
5: aew has three shows a week wwe has three shows a week just we're just talking about their primetime shows we're not talking about their you know main events we're not talking about you know dark and dark elevation are gone but for a long time those were a thing uh, we're not even talking about ring of honor which is still aew basically yeah um there's so many things that you can watch and then that's just those two guys so with those two guys putting on you know anywhere from five to seven hours a week of content you know that's like a whole workday just like if you just want to watch everything WWE puts out that's a work day for you that's about seven eight hours right so, Ridiculous, dude yeah and and that's just those two. Then forget about it you want to watch nwa you want to watch mlw you want to oh, watch God. impact wrestling you want to watch new japan wrestling you want to watch uh whatever whatever you want to watch you got to add that on top of it and nobody has that kind of time but if you do watch all that stuff somehow you're going to see a lot of the same stuff and they've got to fill those hours and those time slots regardless of whether you think it's good or not. So every week they are pressured to come up with new matches, new content. I do not envy the position that all of these companies have put themselves in, where people are demanding more. Right. Yep. And they will not, if you try to scale it back, people will be upset that they're getting robbed because everyone feels entitled and greedy now. Everyone thinks they should have everything for free right now right isn't that the sense you get just and we're not even talking about we're not even talking about just wrestling just out in the world everybody's entitled for everything yeah just yeah yeah give me give me exactly what i want and nothing else you know (laughs) and and give it to me when i want it so i feel for them it's our job to critique it but i do understand like everything that we say you have to take with that grain of salt of knowing that they're the ones that have to come up with it right now, here's a fun fact that I will say on the subject of the match. Oh, awesome. So Zach Sabre Jr. comes out to commentary, right? Right. Now, you know I like to watch this show at two times speed, right? Because I <laughs> yeah. got to hurry up and get through it, okay? Um, <laughs> I not blame I, Well, no, I, I really do because think about it. I go to work. The show's I'm, already I, over, but I got to get up and man. go to work. Yep. Then at work, I have an hour for lunch to watch a two-hour show. So I really oh, do smart. have to watch it at double the speed, <laughs> yeah. right? Because when I come home, you guys go on in like forty-five minutes. So, I
4: know, and that sucks,
5: dude, for you. I don't know how you d- do don't. That, don't. Man. Nah, this isn't about. I'm not. I'm not saying cry for me. What I'm saying is, <laughs> there's literally no way I can watch it before you guys go live unless I speed it up. However, right. when Zack Sabre Jr. is on two times speed, I can't understand what he's saying. So I have to slow <laughs> it back down to to 1.5 okay 1.5 is the maximum speed i can watch and still understand zack saber jr uh talking barely yeah barely <laughs> however so now i'm watching the match at 1.5 times speed and now i see wheeler Yuta in there Uh-oh. and i'm or you as chris would say right <laughs> thanks um <laughs>
4: yeah
5: which i i missed the origin of that joke but anyway i'll just go with it so so i see wheeler's in there right and i'm like Oh man! If Wheeler only put on like 20 more pounds, you know, like I'm seeing the I'm I have the vision of like wow, and then I remember oh wait, I'm watching this at one and a half time speed. <laughs> <laughs> that's a right there. So, so that's what I'm saying. He's missing that uh, that that's what he's missing. He's missing just that extra gear to like kick it up. You know, because everything he does just looks like just that, just that much a little bit like underwater or a little bit slow.
1: He's got to have that,
5: that little extra, just, just pick up the pace a tiny bit to get that viciousness. And otherwise, other than that, and like, you know, like I said, 15, 20 more pounds of muscle, which he's going to have to get on the gas if he wants to do that. So if he doesn't want to get on the gas, I understand. Like, I, I I can't say nothing because I didn't get on it. So I'm not going to tell him he should. If he doesn't mind getting on it i would say get on it but if he doesn't want to that's fine but other than that a little bit of speed and a little bit of muscle and like i like wheeler's look and i like his the idea of him he's got he could be what you know danielson and them seeing him storyline wise kayfabe wise that he could he could be that um he just needs those little things he get that's what i essentially learned by watching this particular main event so if we got anything from it i got i know what wheeler needs now <laughs> well this will, this will be
4: honest bit and uh, he's not as bad as people make him out to be uh, look at first he's not bad. Was, no he's not e- he's everything not really he does bad. is
5: not skill based it's more right, just right. like in terms of his look and the booking kind of And he's not
4: as screechy, though, anymore. Have you noticed that? He doesn't come across as screechy with his promos. Right. He's gotten more growly. Yeah, he has. He actually has. And that's one thing that stands out. He's a good worker in the ring. You know, He's decent. He can get better. I didn't see what Danielson and the rest of the BCC saw at first. But now, like you said, I'm starting to understand the potential in him. At the end of the day, he's still pretty young. And I think... Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say he's going to become a fucking... A star Mm-mm. but i think he could become upper mid card if he's not already in, in some ways and you know sort of stay stake a claim you know in his own sort of uh court if that makes any sense man so look yeah, people he has can improved. eventually
5: believe in him
4: right yeah for sure he's definitely definitely improved but we'll see you know what i mean uh, like i said uh he does hang around with uh with danielson a lot heck Apparently, they went hiking together. So, you know, he's. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think Yuda is a smart guy in the way up here in terms of he knows who to get close to, you know, to sort of progress in the business and whatnot. And, you know, kudos to him. But, yeah, he's a lot better than sometimes we make him out to be. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes we probably exaggerate a little bit at how bad some guys really are. But that's just out of frustration and the, just because of the company. Is just frustrating where you don't want to look at anybody in a positive light because anyone that's a positive light, why are they even there
5: in the first place? You know what I mean? Yeah, because, well, I mean, that's the thing. Also at the time when people started becoming aware of him, right. uh, they were putting him in those main events. It was like him and Daniel Garcia, were, they were pushing they him, him too hard. You. Yeah, exactly. Too soon. Right. You know, not only too soon for his skill, but they and experience written. but They're also right. too soon for the fans to just accept like you know the fans have you, your job as a promoter and as a worker is you have to make the people you have to trick the people into thinking they chose you you know what i mean they you can't you can't let them know that they've been hoodwinked you have to make them believe it was their idea right yeah. so right the way you get a guy like you to over is kind of what they're doing with him now where every time you see him he's getting his ass kicked by his friends he's getting yeah. his ass kicked by his opponents he's basically taking the fall in every match and you start like if you keep seeing that as a fan subconsciously you're like "Fuck, man come on you know you gotta win one you know like you start rooting for him before you even realize it and then when the time is right and you pull that trigger people will be happy to see it. But instead, what they did, they did the opposite. They pushed him on people too soon, which calls attention to all of his faults. How how skinny he is, how short he is, how whack some of his offense looks, all these things. like People, it magnifies those faults when you put it to people too soon. But if if, uh, you do it the other way, then people will start being like, the small the size makes them think but he's an underdog like I want to root for him I want him to win like you see those things so it's like they'll make excuses for you if they like you they'll they'll bury you if they don't so it's the same guy but people can react to him two different ways depending on how you treat him and that's one of the things that's the trick of being a good wrestling promoter
4: 100 percent but does he really get the sympathy from the fans right now when you think about it? Even though they, they punish it, him and whatnot. I feel I like don't it's know. not really working. I don't
5: know if he is. I don't know if he is right. yet. But what I'm saying is you keep on this path. Keep it, you right. keep on this path, right? Yeah. If they're not doing it, do it longer. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like this is the reason why. Okay, so you may have seen in the past where you know in the middle of a match that the fans aren't really buying like someone will like grab a headlock and they'll just sit in it for a while right well it's a rest hold right so yeah no it's not a fucking rest hold jimmy don't ever say that word in front of me okay? okay no they're it's not a rest hold the idea is we're gonna make the fans we're gonna force them to get into this match whether they like it or not now if you see them sitting in a headlock how long can they boo and be bored before they start cheering for the like okay fine just do something like get out of the headlock you know like right, they right, will do right, that right. to get people with it okay and so that's, that's the what same. it's
4: really for when you think about it like yes that's no shit oh yeah only that, like, marks think hold. it's a rest
5: hole, jimmy so <laughs> wow. we're trying to learn we're trying to educate <laughs> you so that you're not a mark and you're an analyst thank you <laughs> so we want to we want the fans to think that way we want the Hummy media group audience to think that way that's what we do we're trying to beat the mark out of you and educate you on <laughs> the things that the other fans this separates you this makes you this makes you above the average wrestling fan this is why well, you and- you come to us patronize us and that's and that's what we give you in return we give you the education that you know the the smart marks the dirt sheet writers they don't understand they'll say things like hold, but it's not it's well, that's there's, what there's I was a there purpose there for everything you do in the <laughs> yeah, ring, yeah, no,
4: or out i'm glad ring. that you brought that up and told me that because again that's why you're the vet i mean i was never a worker so i didn't know that and it kind of surprised me now that you actually told me what it's really used for mm-hmm. and not what it was proclaimed to be for whatever reason whoever started that
5: shit in the first well, place. Hey. You know, maybe, maybe there's been some fat, out of shape guys that grabbed a hold to rest in wrestling, but that's not, that's the (laughs) wrong way to do it. Just like you don't just do dives and moonsaults for no reason. It's, right. It's, there's always right ways, wrong ways, good reasons, and wrong reasons to do things. So, but the idea of what we're saying is if you want something for just say Wheeler Yuta, for example, if you want the fans to feel a certain way about him, if you want the fans to get behind him and, cheer for an underdog and they're not doing it yet you keep doing it until they do it don't don't listen to the fans knee-jerk responses train the fans to think correctly and then they will go unfortunately we just don't see that in a lot of wrestling companies anymore because the same thing we talked about of how everybody wants results now everything's pressured to be right now instant, instant they don't have the patience. They're afraid that people will turn off the product or leave the product if they're not excited. So now they're hot-shotting everything. Everybody hot-shots everything because they're scared of losing viewers and viewers get desensitized and tune out. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, and that's uh, look, where we're at.
4: Are we ever going to go back to normal, you think, in professional wrestling in terms of, like, doing
5: things right? Mm-hmm. Do I think we will? No. Do I think it's possible? Is that what you're really asking me? Like, is it possible? Yeah,
4: well, possible because I don't think we will either. That's the problem. So I guess, yes. yeah, I am asking, is it possible?
5: Yes, but it only the WWE can do it because everybody follows their sure. lead. So if 100%. they don't do it, nobody will do it. But if they did, if they slowly scale things back and start start retraining the audience... Of course you, you can, you just have to, you just have to slowly reset everything and, uh, and re retrain, um, the way people think and reprogram them and they'll, they'll buy it as, but you, you have to give them things as you're taking other things away so that they don't feel like they're losing something.
4: And you just brought up another point now, which I'm going to ask you again here. Um, so say we try to retrain the fans, how long would it take to retrain the fans? To get them used to the old way again, just say, hypothetically.
5: Um no less than a year, possibly up to three that's years. Fair.
4: Wow, three years possibly. That's interesting.
5: That's it all depends on how they point. choose to do it and what pace they choose to set. But yeah, you can reach you can definitely retrain them.
4: Interesting. Well, that's 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 an interesting little subject, man, because I don't know how we got to this point. Like I said, I, I don't understand how, <coughs> excuse me, wrestling companies forgot how to be wrestling companies, right? Everything just seemed to have been thrown out the window and let's just start blank because the problem is that the people that know the shit is still around. There are people around that actually understand professional wrestling for what it mm-hmm. is, right? But again, you know, no one wants to step foot and actually try to change the narrative, Maybe a poor Heyman tries to say, but he only does it um, only, you know, within his circle per se and not as a whole. You know what I mean? And I think that's an issue too. We got to change the whole game. You know what I mean? Like completely, you know, what's old is new again. We need to start doing that again. But I don't know what it's going to take, man. But like you said, it's WB need to be the ones that actually start that transition for us to move forward again
5: some people know exactly what to do but they may not be the kind of people that like to struggle and fight and deal with the headache that comes with trying to convince people of what should be done just because you know something doesn't mean you want just you could be the best you know you could be the best combat tactician in the world but if you're a pacifist and you don't want to (laughs) fight you know like it's 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 irrelevant if you just are like look i can't deal with these people you know (laughs) if you're Arn anderson you're just like i'm just gonna read the newspaper i'm not gonna get involved (laughs) excuse
4: me and i can picture that too i can actually picture him say these fucking kids man they don't have a clue why should i care anymore and i understand that too because it'd probably be really stressful man imagine imagine you were now like in the back in aw just say right And you're seeing all this shit unfold in front of you would you open your mouth or would you get to the point where you're like you know what fuck this i tried it's not worth my fucking stress let them do what they want
5: to do you know what i mean i think the one thing that we don't consider a lot of times on the outside looking in is that for them it's a lot more compartmentalized because let's say let's just say you are Arn anderson I don't know what art henderson does there but let's pretend for a second he's an agent okay <laughs> yeah so yeah so you have let's say you have one or two matches on the night that you're responsible for so you're concentrating on that now everybody else that's going on at the, around you at the same time you're not really seeing what they're doing True. so you talk to your your uh workers you know you make sure that their match is okay and then you go to the truck and then you let them, you know, you let them know what co- what's coming up in the match and what spots to catch on the camera and all this other stuff that you do. Okay, and then you go home at the end of the night. Are you gonna watch that episode of Dynamite? No, Hell no. you just yeah. spent all day there. You're not gonna turn on right. the TV and watch that. Fuck so man. you don't see how bad the rest of the show is. True, you only know points. what you're responsible for. So if your match had a Canadian destroyer in it, You didn't know that five other matches had a Canadian destroyer (laughs) in it, right?
4: Well, there's a problem. And you don't
5: watch Dynamite, so you're not going to know, and no one's going to tell you. And then you're just going to show up for the next, the work the next week, and you'd be like, hey, Arn, Mm -hmm. can I do a Canadian destroyer? He's like, yeah, I don't see why not. And then, and then he doesn't realize everybody else is doing one too. So that's how things really happen for them. They're not watching this show, the company's shows, they're not watching every other wrestling show to see what they're doing. They're only worried about what's right in front of them on any given day so if it doesn't come across their plate then they're or across their desk rather then they're not gonna know (laughs) how bad everything really is only we know because we watch the whole show as a product we're like oh this is the product i don't like it they're just concerned with part of it so they don't even see the big picture really
4: And really, you've probably witnessed that, you know, back in your time, right? So it makes total sense, man. And again, this is what I love about you, man. I don't have the mindset of a worker, for example. Like, don't get me wrong. We all think we do, right, per Mm -hmm. se. But you make me realize every time, like, how off I am sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to certain shit that I'm not privy to because, hey, like I said, I was never a worker. I didn't see shit you know, from the inside out, you know what I mean, I'm only seeing shit from the outside in, sure, I can, you know, workers will tell you certain things that, you know, I'm personally friends with, including yourself, but, like, you know, really, we don't have a fucking clue, only a person that's been on the inside can really teach you that, you know what I'm saying, and I appreciate that, man, because here I am thinking I know fucking everything, but really, I so know nothing in terms of structure and how shit is really done in the back and you make me open my eyes to that because it makes total sense, man. I mean, why should they care about everything else when all you're worried about is your own thing, right? And like yeah. you said, you're gonna go home. You're not gonna fucking watch that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Just like, there all day. You don't want right. to watch
5: it. Yeah, and, and that and that's it's totally understandable. So and and I did this at a certain level and their levels above me in terms of what they experience and they do that but when you
4: bring those i I was on
5: a i was on a weekly tv show but it was a small local weekly tv show so yes i did wrestle on tv but not to their level i have i produced matches yes i have agented matches before was it a lot no yes no no not not a lot but some so like i understand some of the stuff that goes into it and i know what it's like for somebody to say you know hey vet uh this is your match or whatever just give me a finish and they leave the finish up to me and i was like uh okay things like that <laughs> uh interesting th- so but not to their level you know not to what they're doing up there or uh, so so like i can give you a i could give you a picture and i can try to extrapolate that into what must be a bigger production for them to go through yeah, you know but, but even i only know lines, i only know so much so like when I come on here and I'm critical and I'm harsh, a lot of that is because I know my audience here and I'm trying to entertain you and Chris, and I'm also trying to entertain everybody watching because I know that if I bury people, they'll think it's funny. But I actually do have a lot more sympathy for a lot of the people that I criticize because I understand what they're going through a lot of the I times. Know that, man. And I get, man. And I would get mad. It sounds like I'm getting mad at them, but I'm not really mad at them because how can I be yeah. mad at somebody for something they were never taught in the first place? Exactly.
4: It's not really their fault per se. You know what I mean? No, you're yeah. right.
5: It's you don't true. get you, you don't get mad at a baby for shitting itself. <laughs> you know, it hasn't learned to <laughs> use the dang, toilet yet. Little fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. so, so whatever. But, you know, now, unless otherwise noted uh in which case you know if somebody does something that they should know better like dude like a jericho like you explain well before, well, well yeah and Jer- even jericho i'm just like look i don't know jericho's life whatever he can do what he wants but i say funny things about him to to express i'm i'm an entertainer still myself so i've got exactly. the show to do people need to understand got to do. that right but i'll give you an example of something where it's like okay you like you're dead to me right so <laughs> you're not going to hear me you're not going to hear me say anything nice about um, brian myers because there was a match that he had he had a ladder match with um bupender right and there was a spot where he was supposed to take the ladder and just like drop it on him and he just dropped he he threw the ladder down and it hit him right across the bridge of the nose and broke his nose Ooh, remember this fine. is the guy that calls himself the most professional wrestler like as his gimmick like that he knows yeah. what he's doing this is create pro co-founder brian yeah. myers here Create a pro
4: there you go dro- right?
5: dropping a ladder for a shoot on a guy's face now that's not an accident it wasn't he didn't, like no because he didn't there was no way it could have been th- that ladder didn't slip out of his hands you're aiming the ladder you're holding a ladder a ladder's got things you can grab on so if you want to hit the guy with the ladder you like you could hit him in the chest and then he can protect himself with his arms and it's the visual uh, and the ladder makes the clanking noise so you know yeah, you're hitting right. him with the ladder but he's not really hurting him but if you drop the ladder on the guy's face you let the ladder go you threw it he threw the ladder so down onto his face pulls. so you would have had to aim for his face Shit. And you're not really taking care of the person that's trusting you right there so he took so total liberties in right it, now i know what an accident looks like right and so i don't think i really don't think that he did it maliciously like i'm mm. gonna fuck this kid up in a match but it was careless and it's the kind of carelessness i can't forgive
4: Right. so uh, and that's fair enough
5: you know so in that in those instances where i make it clear like I'm done with this guy and it's all bets are off and I'll say whatever I want about him and not feel guilty about it. But when I'm, but when I'm talking shit about the righteous and stuff, like I don't have nothing yeah. against those guys. Then no. you know? he wants man. to be barefoot. Go ahead. If you want to be <laughs> fat and grab your suspenders a bunch of times, go ahead. That's fine.
1: But
5: You know, like it's, it's, it's all for entertainment's purposes. So.
4: And I, and I hope people understand that because sometimes even I think, you know, you know, Chris and myself can be overly harsh. But it's yeah. Not like Chris wants to get his shit it's, in, you know. Yeah, he he it, he enjoys writing his his notes. I can tell. Yeah, he loves it. Of course. I mean, I'm not the note writer. I'm never the note writer. You know what I mean?
5: Hmm. But
4: um, sometimes I do. Don't get me wrong. I will write notes. It just I can't be bothered doing even more fucking work. You know, it's hard enough. You know, doing you know all this shit and watching this shit on top of that. You know, it takes a lot of time. But yeah, man, we don't mean to be malicious because sometimes I think if did hear us. They must think we're the biggest assholes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we're just a whole bunch of marks that fucking think they know what they're talking about. And, you know, fuck. It's just entertainment purposes. I don't have a personal issue with people I don't know.
5: We know our <laughs> you audience. Know what I'm we know right, our it, audience. It, exactly. We know what it's, our audience is bloodthirsty, just like their audience. So. They fucking But, we've, but speaking of work, we've put in enough work here today, Jimmy. Yeah, let's um, take it. Chris on. ain't coming back. Uh, so... <laughs> We tried to pull time for him and and vamp, but, uh, you know, but we did talk about some interesting topics and everything, but uh, I I appreciate that too. I would, I would, I would ask you what, what would your, we gave a nice grade to, uh, to collision last week. Uh, what would you give it this week?
4: (sighs) I I won't say an F, but a fucking E vet an E an E an E for freaking, uh, no effort. That's what it felt like. This show was no effort at all, like, for a go-home show. Like, Mm. seriously. To a fucking pay-per-view that has the word dream
5: in it. And the effort they did put forth was very samey because it was a lot of squash (laughs) matches with an immediate promo in the ring right after, so it's like the same thing over and over again, a little repetitious, so. Yeah. I'm going to give it, uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a D plus, or no, it's going to be a straight D. And Straight all D. of that, yeah, everything goes to uh, Juice and Andrade's match to open it. Um, and that after it. that, yeah, after that, I lost interest. So. It's
4: weird, bro. It's, well, it's, a, it's a weird show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: What well, we oh, got?
4: Aaron says, Vet and Jimmy, thank you very much for your time. Great show and have a great week. No, thank you, Aaron, for tuning yes, in. Yes, thank you. And thank uh, you to everyone. <laughs> what up, Labrat? What up, my crab cats? Vet, it's
5: getting over. The Crab oh, Catch yeah. is getting over. But thank you to everyone in the that chat Random. Did you see that random match that they first of all when they ran down the Wrestle Dream card and I'm looking at this whole thing, I'm like, man, we'll get to we'll we'll get to find out exactly what Antonio Inoki thinks because we're all going to die of old age by the time it's over. <laughs> so we can ask him personally. Um Jesus. But oh, uh, uh, he'd be rolling in his grave if you'll see yeah, this shit. Right, I know. Him. The best way to honor him is Julia Harper's Chris Statlander, I think. <laughs> I think that's the number one thing he would be excited to see. Um, but I did notice that there was a random match. It was like Satoshi Kojima and Keith what? Lee and and uh, Ember, like, or not Ember, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Athena <laughs> and Billy Starks. I was like, whoa, shit. that's a hell of a four-person mixed wait, tag wait, team. Wait, wait.
4: Wait, it was a you didn't mixed see this? tag
5: match? No, I never noticed that shit. Dude, we it's an eight person, it. eight person mixed tag. So I was like, you know what? Look it up on your own time. And uh while you're looking stuff up, uh Jimmy, where can the people look you up?
4: Oh well you can look me up on the X at DJ Mass and you can also look at us up at what's it called the PWC Network. But like and subscribe right here on channelattitude.com with five bucks only do you get the realest talk into professional wrestling but you get the best talk in professional wrestling. Also, HameenMediaGroup.podbean.com for all our free shows and the thepwcnetwork.podbean.com for all the rest of our shows. And that's a wrap for me,
5: Ben. So tell them where they can find you, man. Well, you can find me at Haver on all your favorite social media platforms, including Twitch, which I'll be in just a few minutes as soon as we wrap up here. And uh, Twitch.tv/OpinionHeifer, where you can watch me play spooky games all throughout the month of October. So if you like scary stuff, then join me there, and we can talk more about how much collision uh, deserves a bad letter grade. Um, And we, you can find me every—you'll be able to find me tomorrow night, Monday, as we record this, uh, at 6:30 p.m. Pacific 9:30 p.m. Eastern live for the Impact Attack with Brandon where we will run down the latest episode and anything else that's going on in wrestling. And uh, then you can always find me on um, the Next Level Wrestling Review with Big Ray Hernandez. We'll be talking about No Mercy this Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, along with that current episode of NXT. And it's going to be a lot of fun there. And then we've got, of course, Wrestling with Rib Rogers every concrete Friday at noon, except for any other time, like this week when it was Thursday <laughs> and so many other... They're moving the concrete all over the place. They're jackhammering it all over the place. But you can definitely just hit that notification bell, and you can find out exactly when they go live. And check out everything Stevie Richards is doing on Stevie Richards He's Wrestling House's Channel. Stevie Richards Fitness. Big fitness show with Stevie Richards and Big Mike Behrens, uh A bunch of, re- you know, all of his reviews on, on and everything and his Patreon. So, Stevie Richards can't be stopped. Uh, but this show can be stopped. We're stopping it pretty soon. Uh, so uh, as join us next week when, uh, uh, after the collision, Jimmy, we sift through the wreckage
4: and the muffins. And, and the muffins, exactly. And we're out. Peace.